You are listening to Heal Yeah with Colleen Ziegler, produced by the Lighter Side Network. Visit thelightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes and podcasts exploring wholeness living, trance channeling, energy work, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heal Yeah podcast. I am your host, Colleen Ziegler, and today in the studio, I have Amy Nyland. Hi, Amy. Hello. Amy is back in the studio. She joined us for episode four on the road to nowhere. And that episode was all about her upcoming journey on the road in her van, right? So we recorded that episode in February Mm -hmm. and you left a week after that. Yeah. Right? It was basically that weekend. And we talked about doing a follow-up podcast and here you are. I'm back. Where does time go, right? Oh my gosh, it feels like it literally feels like a blink of an eye. Truly. If, if it's weird, I was actually just talking about this. It feels like it was a blink of an eye and it also now when I look back, it feels like it was 10,000 years ago. It's it's incredible. That time is so amazing. It is. I mean, however you view it, I know people view time in different ways, but we're human and time we're talking about 6 months, 1 minute, all of that. And for you, Um, just share a little bit about what was going on in your mind at that time, because I know not all of our listeners have listened to that episode. And if you haven't listened to that episode, please do. Episode four, On the Road to Nowhere. Um, It's so interesting to talk to Amy before she leaves for her trip. And I always just adore your insights on really on everything. I, I really do. I really do. And to watch your growth and to still see that you are who you are. You haven't like, and I don't mean this anyway, but in a loving way, you're still Amy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're still Amy, but you've gone through all of this awakening and all this transformation. And it's really beautiful to watch someone unfold yeah. in, in that manner. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's awesome that you actually say that because I think one of the one of the biggest fears we have when we're healing and mm-hmm. awakening, you know, quote unquote awakening or whatever, is that we're going to lose ourselves right? Like there's this humongous fear that the personality disappears and you become this formless, like sort of blase of a human being, but it's not real. Or we're going to lose others. Or we're going to lose others. Well, you know, and which also does happen sometimes, but truly I think what happens is the purest essence of who you are as you're healing finally gets to step forward. So who you've always been just gets to be amplified in the most positive of ways. And how beautiful is that? Yes. I think that's, I mean, that's beautiful because it's liberating for ourselves firstly, but it's also liberating for everyone else because, you know, more often than not, they get the best of you. Sure. And sure. I think that's awesome. And so. don't you think, too, that when you step into your own being and step into following your intuition and step into doing what the hell you want to do, <laughs> yeah. you become this huge light for everybody else, truly? I mean, it can be it can be super intimidating, but at the same time, all of a sudden, everyone around you is going, well, wait, I want to, I want to do this or not necessarily that they want to do exactly what you did, you know, uproot their life and get a van. Right. <laughs> That's still, that could be definitely the thing, but, but I think you just give people permission. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we touched on that in the last episode is that when you live your truth, when you live authentically, when you're kind of being who you're meant to be in the world, instead of what you thought you should be, mm-hmm. um, you give, you give permission. 
like you said, you give permission to everyone else around you. You open either that or you just plant the seed or open that door of perception for them that it's a possibility for them as well. Sure, sure. So it's a beautiful gift. You know, all of this work is a beautiful gift to give yourself, but also everyone else around you again, yeah. because they are they're going to benefit. The world benefits. You know? Absolutely. And at the end of the day, that's what's the important thing. That's what is changing the world is us changing ourselves. So. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. I love it. It's so a geek. For yeah, <laughs> for sure. I know you are. Yeah, I yeah. love that you are because you share so much great information and wonderful insights and you're not afraid to be growing and be vulnerable and to go through your shit. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> oh, lots of So shit. we're going to talk about Amy's shit right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's get down and dirty, get in the shit stew. <laughs> uh, just to back up a little bit and go back in time, you know, you give us a little bit of of history for those people who have not listened to episode four and to some of the things that were happening in your life back in, I, I want to say January, right? but even, even before then, I mean, what, what made you stop everything, sell your house, buy a van, just give us a little, right. A little so summary. This, the, the cliff note version <laughs> yes, of cliff that notes. cliff notes is that basically I was separating from my partner of 12 years we had done a lot of work together up to that point, and, and we were at a really solid place in our relationship um, as far as level of communication and open, openness and honesty and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then it just kind of came what felt like out of the blue, but really wasn't out of mm -hmm. the blue when you really stop and get clear about what was sort of underneath the surface the whole time was that we realized um, that maybe we weren't going to be able to take this journey to the end together. And so we made a very... We made a conscious choice to, as we called it, or, you know, whatever the term is, conscious uncoupling. Mm -hmm. Instead of having it be a breakup where we were breaking things within each other, within the relationship, we wanted to transform our relationship. And so we knew that we had to go on separate paths. And and both of us were being called in a different direction. And so the direction for me was this sort of spontaneous, weird, intuitive nudge that, like, I just needed to get on the road. Mm -hmm. And now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, that kind of sound. It looked, for all intents and purposes, like I was sort of running away, right? Yeah. Like that's. I'm sure, from some people's perspective, that may have seemed like what was happening. But sometimes don't. I mean, sometimes don't we need to run away to kind of figure things out? I mean, I don't necessarily see it as running away. I see it that you're getting a break from your reality, right? And getting into another reality to allow yourself a space for yes. dealing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that quote unquote, running away, if you're running away in a way that's conscious, like you're really prepared to be with everything that's going to be coming up in that period of, you know, getting away from your reality, mm -hmm. then I think it's actually the most healing and transformative thing you can do for yourself, giving yourself that break. Okay. So you were going to start this journey and you have it in your head. I'm going to, I'm going to hit the road, right? I'm going to hit the road. I'm going to buy a van, hashtag van life. <laughs> I'm going to go to Burning Man. <laughs> I'm going to festival it up. I'm going to get naked. You know, I'm just, I'm just taking words out of your no, mouth. No, absolutely. Yeah. Though I actually said probably all of those things I think things you said all of it. Point. Yes. So I'm just, Indeed. I'm not trying to exaggerate. I'm just saying what Amy oh, told no. me. Oh no, no, this was legit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you do this and you get on the road, right? Cause let's take it up. You get on the road and you're on your journey, right? You don't really know where you're going to go, but let's talk about what unfolds for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> did you get, okay, did you get naked? I didn't, I mean, I got naked when I was in the shower. Okay. 
but like dancing, <laughs> howling at the moon, like around some humongous campfire with a bunch of other crazy people. Like in the, the rainbow middle. people. Like the rainbow people. No. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the, the irony and the beauty and the amazingness of, of life itself is that oftentimes things turn out absolutely differently than you had had you know unex like planned or had self-expectations about and ends up being exactly what you need sure and this whole journey was nothing like i thought it would be and it was absolutely everything i needed but that's what makes it so beautiful right yes it's you know what happened you know just looking back what would have happened if you would have just planned out your year and said i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and then it unfolded the way – think about all this, like, disappointment. Right. Which I, I'm not even ass- going to assume that you didn't have that. Right. Like, right? You had to have a little bit of disappointment. Of course. of course. But then you also had to have just this huge awareness of who you are. Who who gets the time to go spend that much time by themselves? Right. Like, that's huge. There there are people who can't spend a day by themselves. <laughs> A car ride by themselves, let alone, you know, a full-on journey by themselves. So, so what's going on in your mind? Oh my gosh! Really, what's going on in your mind when you're driving twelve hours with your dog? I mean, well, that's really. the thing. Is is honestly, when you talk about being alone, it, it was like the it became very clear to me very quickly in my journey that the universe had different plans for me than I had plans for myself. And that, and that showed up in ways of like plans falling apart. Like when I would make, and I didn't make plans. Mm -hmm. I just, I, but I did have structures in my mind and then I did have ideas of where I wanted to be at what time and how I wanted things to unfold. And when I kept running into roadblock, roadblock, where those plans kept falling apart and major deviations were taking place, I recognized pretty quickly, like, okay, um, this is going to be me having to completely surrender and go into that void of like, I got to let the universe pull me. It's yeah. going to have to pull me on this journey because I couldn't, I couldn't do anything without that some, th- th- me doing it, mm-hmm. getting wrecked in some way. Sure. So the letting go and the absolute like having to trust that whatever the next day when I woke up that I was going to be pulled in exactly where I needed to go or I was going to be processing and feeling what I needed to feel because talking about being in solitude, like I compare my van journey to going into the desert, even mm-hmm. though I did go into the desert. I was going to say, I think you did. I right? did. I did. <laughs> I went into the desert. But when I say like the desert of my own soul, and it mm. sounds so cliche or kind of silly, but it's it's so real because I would drive. It, it was like I didn't want noise. Mm-hmm. And I would I would drive for four or five hours at a time in complete silence. Yeah. And people thought I was crazy. Like, you know, they would be like, listen to this podcast and I got this for you sure, and blah, blah, sure. blah. And I just got to the point where really what I was craving was my own being with myself mm-hmm. in a way I had never had never done before. I read a statistic yesterday, and I can't remember where I read it, but that we spend – oh, I know. I knew I read it. I read it. The holistic psychologist who I love. And yes. if you don't follow her on Instagram, please do, it. do because – Do it. Great stuff. Cutting dot edge. Holistic dot psychologist. She's on Instagram, and she – I love her insights, and she really makes me think. And she makes me do the work, which I love too. Um, she brings that up in me to to do the work. Um, but something that she had said uh, is that we spend ninety five percent of our time in our subconscious. Five percent of our waking hours is spent thinking. Mm-hmm. So think about if you take the time and you allow yourself 
more thought. So we might be by ourselves, but we have a screen in front of our face. And so we're not really thinking. Right. We might Thought might be provoked, but we're not thinking. So you take a car ride, which I can totally dig that you're driving four or five hours in silence. I love driving in silence. That's all I do in town is drive in silence um, because it is my quiet, my quiet time. So you take four hours in silence, which I don't want to call it forced silence because it's not really what it is. What is it? It's a designated silence. Yeah. I, I, I kind of saw it as active meditation, there honestly. Active is, meditation. I mean, I was engaged in something, but my intent was to be conscious while I was. So, you know, it's easy when you're driving to just kind of go off into that like sort of void space where mm-hmm. you're not actually like you just kind of zone out and you yeah, wake and up like, and you're like, you're how did I just drive down. that? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. That's scary. But I wanted to I was very conscious of not wanting to do that. So rather than getting in and, and it happened, of course, mm-hmm. but mostly I was trying to stay with what I was feeling mm-hmm. and what I was thinking and what my thoughts were pulling up in me and and being able to process through it when I went through it. And I tell you what, man, you talk about active meditation, like so many moments of clarity and so many moments of like connecting things from today to my past sure. and like having these synchronicities and things coming up for me. But I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have had that if I had like not given myself that space in, in, the, in, the, in the, so- the solitude and the mm-hmm. quiet of the driving, but also just being alone when I stopped too. Yeah. So it was, it was always, I mean, m- most of it was about being alone. There's so much courage involved in, in all of this. There's courage, one, to get in the van by yourself. <laughs> oh, listen, <laughs> right. you want to talk about, I, the, the three days leading up to leaving for this, yeah. this trip where I was so terrified. And I, when I say like that level of terror where sure. you just, you feel like a child again, yeah. who's just clawing, like, don't make yeah. me. Like I, who's going to attack me in my van? Well, yeah, no, all what of it. parking lot? All the fear, yeah. <laughs> all the fear coming up. But in so many different ways, that fear of like, just like you said, the fear of being alone, the fear of not having the support and the structure around me. So much t- terrified that I spent the night before in like, I kind of, and, and this is embarrassing to admit, but like a fetal positioned, like yeah. howling, like, primal sort of like terror, you know, just like that. It was just coming out of me yeah. because I was facing something that was so outside of my comfort zone. and so outside of my way of sure. being that like I had to move through these waves of like just complete sheer terror and fear and like what the effing hell am I doing to myself? <laughs> but, but Amy, to go through something like that is courageous. But yeah. I to mean, get... I- yeah. I know, well, okay. Yes, yes, I'll take To that. get in the fetal <laughs> position and cry and be scared and then to wake up and still go is super courageous. To drive in silence is super courageous. To to do the work is super courageous. So, I mean, it's all, you know, I, I know looking back on your journey, you might not, I don't know what words you put on it, but for me, and just as a little bit of background information, I do know Amy. She is a friend of mine. She's not... <laughs> It's not just Stranger. a guest, so I don't want <laughs> for you to think I'm assuming too much about her because I do know her. Um, but it's it's super inspiring. And to be inspired by a journey like that and still know that someone didn't go and uh, – I'm going to bring up the naked thing again. I don't <laughs> want to, but no. it's getting old. Yeah. I know. No. But <laughs> – that didn't go out there and just like sing from every mountaintop and oh no, you know, just do their thing. No, it was messy. It was messy. It was messy, and that's still super inspiring. Right. It is because it gives other people permission to get messy. Yeah. 
I you think know? so. Yeah. And we absolutely. can get messy in our own houses. We don't have to do it in a exactly. van cross country. But, you know, all these things that I that I hear from you is like, you know, just accepting what is. Mm-hmm. Right? That's huge. Absolutely. Like the term radical acceptance. Yes. Oh, wow. I just yeah. finished that book, by the way. I loved it. Um, there's so much more to be talked about radical acceptance, but um, following your intuition, yes. right? And following your intuition, even when it's telling you something that you don't necessarily want to do. Yes. Right? And I'm talking about gut stuff. I'm not talking about listening to voices in your head, but like really getting in your gut and knowing, okay, this is my next step. Right. I'm really going to follow my intuition. This is really scary. Yeah. And you did it. I did girl. it. You did it. Oh, I did it. I, I, <laughs> I, I will give, I will pat myself on the back you for did. that because I did do the thing. Yes. I did do the thing. Yeah. And then being open to change, yeah. being open to change and not trying to control right. everything. You know, there's, there's certain things that are under our control, but you know, life happens. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, change is constant. Change is constant. Constant is the only change, right? Right. I mean, it's like the only thing. Yep. Yes. Well, I mean, I think definitely all those things. Absolutely. I mean, I knew I had a, an intellectual sense that some those would be some of the things I would face mm-hmm. when I was out there on the road. And I make it sound like I've like, you know, went oh, went to the mountain and back, which I guess sometimes metaphorically I do feel. I saw too. some pictures. You <laughs> I, were and on, I did. You I were on like, some mountains. I went in the desert. I went in the mountains, both figuratively or metaphorically yeah, and yeah. literally. Um, but, you know, the, the the thing you talk about fear, it's like to me, I just, the triumph of the whole journey for me was facing the fear, mm. you know, facing that this incredible fear within me that was, it, you know, it, it's in multiple levels. It's not just on whatever level, but it's primal, you know, it's primal fear of like being alone in a way where when I was out there, there was periods of time where I think about three weeks, because at the time, Sybil and I, my, my ex-partner, mm-hmm. we were, we needed some space from each other. Yeah. And so I took that space and she's always been like, you know, I went out there with all the other structure and support, but she was still kind of a part of my journey. And so when I had to spend three weeks in like what felt like I had nobody and, you know, of course it's not real, yeah. but that sense of like her being someone who I could always have, you know, texted or picked sure. up the phone and been like, here, help me through this. When that wasn't there anymore, then I was finally what self-reliant. I realized, holy shit, like I can do this. <laughs> like I don't need now, you know, I don't need anyone mm-hmm. to get through these th- th- and having a partner and all that is wonderful and nice. And it will be, you know, something that I desire and want to manifest, but in this moment, in this moment of like what felt like one of the, you know, just ugly, gross, whatever, and all I wanted was someone to kind of alleviate, take on some of that energy for me, I realized I don't need that. Yeah. Like I can move through this shit on my own. And that is, that was like so liberating for yeah. me to be like, I, I've got me. I've got me. And, and I think that was one of the most profound discoveries for me is just that I will always be my best friend. And it sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. It's like when we really start to trust ourselves, and that was part of like letting go and trusting the universe too. It was such a double fold thing. The more I trusted the universe, the more I trusted myself, trusted that intuition, the like the relationship with myself, you know, that was that was what the journey was about. It was like the journey wasn't about going out and and having a fun time, which I did. Mm-hmm. I had fun times. It wasn't about going out and getting naked under the moon, which I still will do eventually one day because that's just going to be a thing. But but it was really about like, what is my relationship with myself? 
and and getting to be with myself in a way where I got to actually just really explore that and discover that and then come back around and go, holy crap, like I got this. Like I am, I'm solid with me now. That's awesome. And so it was really, that was amazing for me. Yes. Did you feel like you could have gotten to that space without your journey? I don't know. I couldn't tell you that because it's like- It was definitely a rapid- <laughs> Right. Well, no, definitely. I mean, I think being the journey itself, because I gave myself that space of like solitude and really being conscious about it. And then in sort of just going where the, you know, doing the, I'm going to trust the universe. I'm letting go of my need for control. I'm going to wake up each day and wherever I'm being pulled, I'm going to trust that intuition and like letting it be a muscle that I exercised. And so by the end of the trip, I wasn't planning any days. Mm. I would literally just wake up. And and if it was like, you know, if I thought I kind of thought I wanted to go to one place, I would oftentimes just get pulled in another direction. And the cool thing is, is it always worked out. Like it was like I would miss the storm or I would like end up at the perfect park in mm. the city that I thought was like, an, you know, like kind of a dead city. Yeah. But I would end up at the park where I was like my heart would be blown open because like I would get to feed the ground squirrels <laughs> and it was like the coolest thing ever, you know, like just beautiful synchronicities that just kept lining up one after the other. And that was when I, tr I like kind of fell into that. Tr the, when guess, you let go. When I let go yeah. and realized it works. This shit works yeah. like it really does work and I think that was the beautiful discovery is like all of these things we talk about all of the platitudes all the spiritual stuff it's like I got to put it in an action true action not just as an intellectual uh, you know thing it wasn't just me saying wow this is what I'm gonna do like I did it and I realized like shit works and I'm yeah. sorry I keep saying shit but like it's <laughs> true it just works. The stuff works. All these things we talk about. Well, really we have works. so many things. We have we have so many unkept promises in our head, right? Right. That's the, well. That's what I'm thinking about. And because, okay, this is <laughs> when we look back and we look at how we deceive ourselves, right? We have all these thoughts of all these things that we want to do. Oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start that art class. I'm gonna I'm gonna travel in my van. I'm gonna. I'm going to go to Europe next year. And constantly we, we don't keep that commitment to ourselves. And we're constantly, it's, I mean, we're actually not only, I don't want to say we're lying to ourselves because I don't know that it's a conscious lie. Mm -mm. It's really that we are not holding up to the bargains that we promise ourselves. And that's something that you did. You thought about something and then you made it your reality. Right. Right. And when you do something like that, I think that's where the awareness comes in because you kept a promise to yourself. Right. Absolutely. You didn't promise something to someone else. You promised something to yourself and that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I like right? that. I like that a lot. I think one of the things that definitely is huge about in our own personal evolution and growth is being in integrity. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge piece of that equation is can you, can you make a commitment to yourself and can you, and you know, we're all struggling with the day. I mean, it's not like I keep every freaking commitment I make yeah. to myself or everything I tell myself, I'm going to do that. You know, like I'm going to eat healthy this whole week. <laughs> right, Amy. Sure. Yeah. I'll get through three days and you know, but, yeah. but the thing is, is it's like striving for integrity, knowing that like when we're in alignment with what we say, what we do and what we're thinking, like all of these sort of things are in alignment. Like, you know, if I make a commitment to myself or if I really want something for myself, am I going to stay in integrity around that? And mm. am I going to, if I don't fulfill it in the whatever timeline I have set up, am I going to keep 
that as a priority or as a commitment. So yeah, no, I think it's all it's all the work, right? <laughs> Every bit of it, it's all the work. Right? It is. What what is a memory that you have during your trip that really was like an eye opening aha moment? Oh Just like, God, that's intense. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this is gonna like really bring out my woo woo. Okay, but this is this is something for me. But in, in, and I think it was because it was so multi leveled. Um, but so I went to the Sequoia National Forest, and it was some place I've always felt yeah. called to go. I love trees. I, I feel an affinity for trees. They've you know I kind of see them as sort of like human like in some ways. Which I know and those trees are above um, and beyond. <laughs> it, you have no idea. So yeah. I I went to Sequoia and and I didn't have any idea. I just wanted to go and be with the trees. One of the most profound experiences I had on the trip was literally being with a tree. Like mm. I, as soon as I pulled into one of the groves, I could feel literally, and, and I, and, and I, this is stuff I would laugh at, mm -hmm. you know, pre, you know, a couple years ago, like the, you know, the whatever, I, I really would have laughed at someone who talked like this. But now that I'm having my own experiences of it, I'm like, well, I can't laugh, you know, it's <laughs> like, it's legit. But I felt called, like I felt called because I, I was, I went straight off the path into a different direction. It's not like I followed the, the touristy trap. And I came to this tree and it was like the most, the minute I got in front of the tree, I I literally felt like I just lost it. Like mm -hmm. I, I cried in a way I have never, and I'm going to cry now. Yeah. It was just, it was like the most profound experience being with this tree. It was like, it was like she saw me mm. and she knew what I was going through. Yeah. And she, it was almost like I could feel the energy saying, lay it all right here, baby. It's okay. It's okay. And I did. I like 15 minutes of the most, I mean, I talk a lot about crying, but I, I did a lot of crying on my journey. And this was the ugly cry, like yeah. the really embarrassing, ugly cry, but it felt like, like, and like, coming from, I don't even know if you believe in past lives or believe in ancestral pain or whatever, but I, it was moving through me. And it was like, I got to just lay it at her feet as a gift. And it was like, we got to see each other. Like at that moment, I could really acknowledge her as a living being, as someone who could hold space for me. And I think she was acknowledging that I was vulnerable enough to be in basically a public space mm -hmm. with just snotty, hot <laughs> tears flowing all over the place. And it was truly a beautiful and profound moment because I, you know it was it was a rough there were rough patches being on the road by myself and it was like that was the moment that I got to feel really seen mm. and it was not a human and that was super cool and shifting my perceptions on like who and what and how the universe works in our favor so that was yeah that was one of my well, that's best really that's cool. one of my best memories <laughs> on the road I see those trees well I see a lot of trees this way but but particularly those trees because they're so old as these huge symbols of like wisdom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and they don't have to say and anything. And they're like, <laughs> you know, grandparent energy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have like a, a good grandparent energy yeah. or great, great grandparent or elder, you know, that's what they feel like to me. And that's what it felt like when you were talking about that story of yeah. like that tree holding that space for you and taking you know, all of your sadness and mm -hmm. fear and frustration and whatever emotions you were feeling at that time. That's a beautiful story. Oh, thank, thank you. you for sharing. <laughs> well, thank you. And for yeah, it might be share. a little woo woo, but come on. We all really yeah. love some tree. Yeah. Energy. Oh my gosh. Amazing. It, I like a tree whenever I <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
hug a tree, people. Here's your PSA. If you get nothing else out of this whole podcast. I mean, and really hug that tree. Don't just walk, like, like sit with it yeah. and feel the energy of the tree. And I'm going to get woo-woo here, but it's it's true that these trees hold magnificent wisdom. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And we don't have to, it doesn't always have to be, we don't have, space isn't always held by humans. Yes. You know, our animals, we know this holds space for us, but. And that's a beautiful thought yeah, to share. Yeah, just, it's yeah. a beautiful thing to, to acknowledge and to recognize, like, we don't always have to go searching for another human body to see us and acknowledge us. Like, there are, there are forces in this world that can do that. Yeah. So what, what was the tipping point for you for coming back? Like, when did you say, was it a moment? Was it a week? When did you say, okay, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do a year on the road. I'm going to do six months or however long it was, and I'm going to go back. And, 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 and really, that had to be super intuitively guided oh, yeah. because you came back really with no plan. Right. Right? Yeah. Which no. is fine. Mm -hmm. Totally beautiful. Oh, no. This was all – even the ending was yeah. completely something I had to surrender to because – you know, of course, the the mind starts talking, and and I thought I would be doing this for a year, and then the brain goes, yeah, look at you, not meeting your goal or not doing the thing you thought you would do. Sure, you got that, just that the, the negative chatter, voice. Yeah, of course, yeah. and and you know, just the things that are going to throw those barbs at you that aren't real. Um, but I I set out with an idea of knowing that this might not be my bag, mm -hmm. and I think um, probably. I don't know, maybe within a month and a half of being on the road, it started to become clear to me that. You know, I love to travel, I love to explore, and I love to adventure, but I also have this other side of me that deeply longs to have the roots somewhere. Like, mm -hmm. I want to have a nest. I want to have a safe haven. And and so I, that was starting the brew, and I recognized, like, I could feel myself being called back to Atlanta. I didn't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm here now. I'm still I'm still waiting for inspiration. I'm glad I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad because I'm already starting to see the fruits of that. Like yeah. I'm making more connections than ever. And I'm meeting brilliant, beautiful, creative, awesome, inspiring people, which is, you know, absolutely the people I want to be connecting with right now. But at that time, all I could feel was the sort of knocking of like, you need to go back to Atlanta. You need to go back to Atlanta. And I thought, you know, I thought I was going to go on the road and find my next new soul place. Mm. You know, oh, this... You know, and there were some great places, but no place felt like home. Yeah. And so I, I just, it started to become louder and louder and louder. And I just followed it. You know, I, I kept going on my route. And once I got up to Oregon and stuff, I, I knew I was going to go home for my mom's 60th birthday. And I think I just kind of made that as my heart out. Like after I go home to Minnesota again for my mom and be with her, I'm going back to Atlanta. Mm. And it just felt right. And it, it and that's just how I know knew, you know, that we talk about the intuition and, and all that. And if it, if I made a choice and it felt right in my body or it, it relaxed me, then I knew that I was going in the right direction or that I was following what I was being inspired or divinely mm -hmm. guided to do. So going back to Atlanta <laughs> relaxed me and it was something that I felt strongly I wanted to do. So I came back. <laughs> Here I am, folks. <laughs> Don't know what I'm going to be doing next, but that's okay because, again <laughs> – the journey didn't end. Yeah. And that's how I see it. It's like. And you're I, saying that with a smile on your face. Right. I have no idea what's next. Right. Because actually, <laughs> I mean, kind of, even though I have moments of definite fear and, and still working through because it's always a work in progress, at the end of the day, I'm like super freaking excited because yeah. I know in my soul of souls that like I get to make my dreams come true. Well, and that's how you know, honestly, and I said this the other day and I've been thinking this a lot, when you truly know that you're on your path. It's a little scary, but then there's also a lot of excitement too. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Totally. Like you should like, be. I don't know what's next, but I'm really excited. 
excited. Really, it's a little scary, but I'm really excited. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's the it's the pendulum going back and forth, but always being more in a in a space of like it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. This is going to be okay. And so that's been fun because I mean the work never ends. And that's you know that's a thing is like I know in previous parts of my evolution i've thought oh there's a place i'm gonna get and it's all gonna work and it's gonna groove and it's gonna be perfect and lovely i'll never be activated or triggered or never have any kind of challenges or blah 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 it doesn't that's not real no it's not real and i'm so glad that that's not real because no. it's like we're gonna be just we'd a be, bunch of robots we'd be so bored and yeah. that's and that's actually the funny thing is is i even had an experience this morning where i i get excited now when i have to move through something <laughs> like truly and and that sounds crazy but like I got triggered this morning and I saw the connection to something from my childhood mm-hmm. and I was like on my walk and I was like, woohoo, like, look at me. Like, I was like, I got to see that so quickly and I got to move through it so quickly and I could find the for- kind of like move into the forgiveness and the love of the situation so fast. I'm like, this is exciting. Like now when there's conflict, now when there's challenge, like I'm not going to say every <laughs> single time, but more often than not, I get excited. Like, ooh, what is this going to show me? Yeah. What is this revealing to me about something that I can address or face in myself or really get honest with myself about? And then, like, do the work. Like, I'm, oh, the Ho'oponopono prayer. Yeah. I, said, oh, I thought you were going to bust out into song. No. <laughs> this is, I, was I could. Like, oh, my gosh, you know she's going to start singing. You totally know I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you're approaching that microphone. I know. I, I give me, I'm yeah, getting excited. Yeah, the Yeah. But that's become, that's become a new, like, totally staple in my diet is, like, when things come up, I go, I, I, you know, let them feel them. And then I'm, I go straight to the prayer, like whatever it's surrounding or whoever it's about. I'm like, just go straight into, I love you. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And it's like, you know, just that work of constantly being in awareness and trying to, to address the stuff Mm. head on, I guess. Look at you, Amy Nyland. What? You did it. (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) You're doing it. I am doing doing it. You're doing it. Doing it constantly. Yes. Awesome. I love it. It's awesome. Thank you so much, so much for joining me again. And if you haven't listened to Amy's first podcast, On the Road to Nowhere, it's episode four of the Heal Yeah podcast. Um, I think listening to them back to back, I can't wait to do that myself. Interesting. To hear the shift, mm-hmm. you know, and to to see what what changed or how viewpoints have changed or I, I don't even know. Yeah. Like it's... It's this constant uh, evolution. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I'm so grateful for you. This yeah. is always like, I'm always like, get sappy, but it's it's true. I am so grateful for you in my life because you're someone who is so actively out there just rocking it Aww. just by being you. you. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't even have to do with anything besides you're just Amy. I mean, I mean it. I mean it. I love that. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the day, I I would hope that that's my biggest contribution is like, I I, I say like, I get kind of weary of the idea of being a teacher or anything like that, because like, I just want to live my life and not have to be someone who says, you know, this is the way you should do it. Like, just live my life and let people come to their own conclusions about whether that looks like something that they would want to do for themselves or not. And let that be how how it is in relationship now yeah because I've been on the other side I have been in my spiritual ego where I'm like trying to tell people like (laughs) I I mean you know I've known you through different different cycles and um you know we've we've been in different cycles together and we've watched each other you know collapse and we've watched each other come up and we've watched each other 
in all these different ways and held space for each other. And like, you're one of my favorite people to walk around the lake with. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Meet you too. Because you're such a great conversationalist and you're, it's not just about the conversation. It's about the insights and the space that you hold. So I'm really, really grateful that you joined me again. Maybe I can have you back again in a year and we can all get like an Amy update. <laughs> like what's Amy Nyland doing? I'm right open now? for anything. Yeah. I love you so much. And yeah. I so appreciate my time with you every time I'm with oh, you. So thank you so much. Love fest. <laughs> <laughs> mushy, 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 mushy. mushy. <laughs> hey, the world needs more love. Let's just put it out there. More, the more love, the better. Like never stop the love. Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely agreed. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thanks again to Amy. And if you loved this podcast, please share us with your friends. Please, please, please really want to get these healing stories out there. And like Amy said, spread the love and share that we are all on our different paths, but there's such a bright ending if we allow it to be so. Amen. And you can follow the Heal Yeah podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We're also on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, subscribe. Leave us a positive review. We thank you so much for your support and have a great day. Bye, everyone. The ideas expressed by guests are not necessarily Colleen's personal beliefs. Information received from Helia is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. See and hear more from Colleen by subscribing to the Lighter Side Network at www.thelightersidenetwork.com. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Made with love by Jesse in Atlanta.